to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. The Star Wars Sessions podcast part that he loves a good Star Wars session. Absolute legends of Star Wars Sessions. This is the way, this is the way. Please welcome your hosts, Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is when fun begins. Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the Sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, aka Jabba the Hud, and joining me here as ever in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon is the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy. He can beat most things, but he can't beat the brightness of the sun. It's Luke Bly, Master mm. Blywalker. How you doing, mate? Yo, oi, oi, savaloi. People are just not going to get the context of that, Matty boy. They're going to be Good. like, what is this guy talking about? You know, like, what's... what's <laughs> go- yeah, but we were testing some camera stuff and the exposure was crazy. Anyway, that's all boring. Um, mate, how are you? Have you done anything Star Wars-y of late? Are you happy to be back on the Spice Train? Always happy to be back on the Spice Train with the co-conductor, Nothing oh. Star Warsy though this weekend. Um, though I did play some Battlefront Two again. Um, no, I should probably stick it on the old Discord next time because I only jump on for you know forty-five minutes at a time, get on Ajan Kloss or Star Killer or something, and just have a bit of fun, and then come yeah. off again just to kind of satiate some need to you know, kill some rebel scum. But um, other than that, no, what it's been a mode? busy weekend. What, what game Any, mode? Do you play? I like Supremacy, Any. and I like yeah. Galactic Assault is always kind of my go-to because it's. It is simple, do you know what I mean? It's like your margarita yeah. pizza. You know what you're getting yourself into. But I love supremacy mode. Those games can go on for hours, which is yeah. also what I like. It can get a little bit frustrating, can't it, when you're just trying to get onto that capital ship and you, and you keep losing, you've got to start over again. But it's yeah. fun, mate. That's one of the modes I'm so glad that they introduced. But yeah, man, been doing it. I was working this weekend, so I haven't really had time to do an awful lot. And annoyingly, it was busy uh, and out and about on Saturday, so... Not as much Star Warsy stuff as I would have liked, but always happy to be back on the train with yourself. Now, this is where you've got to make up for my SW no. deficiency and tell me you've been having a proper Star Wars weekend. I mean, uh, no. bits and bobs, been busy. I was working a lot of the weekend, you know, with the old camera. But before I went out um, to see some family on Friday, we had a little recording session, but it wasn't for the sessions. We were guests on Cara DJ's podcast. Yeah. And Cara, you may know Cara DJ uh, from her <laughs> fanzine, the Star Wars fanzine that she does, that's very well known, very well respected. Um, she's into kind of a like larger a, world. Yeah. Into a larger world. Yeah. And that's the name of her podcast, Into a Larger World podcast. Um, we recorded with her. The episode's going to be coming out. I think next week on the 1st of February. That's the plan now. So yeah, we'll mention it again next week or something, but that was really good, mate. So if we, we, we don't usually do that, either timing restrictions or whatever. We're not always guests on other people's shows. So that was really, really nice to kind of great. turn up and chat and get our stuff because yeah, for <laughs> the, this episode, this is like the opposite of that episode where we've like had to do loads of notes <laughs> because there's yeah. so much information and and news. Thanks, so 
Yeah, <laughs> that was fun. That yeah, day. that was quality. Fun. Quality to be on uh, Cara's podcast. We we uh, as we do, we spoke for a little while. So go check that. I go support Cara's work, her fanzine of the podcast. Where she is a true session sickhead. We had the joy of meeting her at celebration, but listen to the show to find out more about that. And I think she might love Greg's as well. So she is mm. a real one. So yeah, check that out when it comes out, my man. Other than your beautiful tone in my ear, I can still hear the chimes of Big Ben Kenobi. I should probably get my ears checked after all this time. What does it mean, my friend? Oh, it must mean it's Galactic News Rounder. Appearing on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, double Oscar winner Jodie Foster revealed she was offered the role of Princess Leia, but scheduling conflicts with a Disney movie at the time prevented this. Speaking on the red carpet of the Grammy Awards recently, Diego Luna confirmed he had only seven days left of filming on Andor Season 2. And after four years and 42 issues, the Star Wars Bounty Hunters comic run has come to an end. Hi, this is Simon J. Williamson. This is Max Lloyd-Jones. This is Ryder Cordova. This is Pam Rose. This is Christopher Sean. Kazuta Ziono in Star Wars Resistance. And you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Now, after a busy few weeks in Sessions HQ with the Mando and Grogu film rumours uh, not even rumours the announcement and we dropped that episode that out of nowhere we did a wonderful deep dive on binary sunset last week mm. thank you everyone for all the very kind words about that if you haven't heard it what are you doing with your life go and listen to it after this one so we thought this week do you know what let's have a let's have a chill one let's just talk about something we want to talk about in a loosey-goosey way greasy money baby and it turned out the internet had other thoughts so like Lukey Boy said, it's been a lot of uh, kind of research going into this episode to make sure we've covered all the bases, because this week, my friend, we are breaking down the Ramers, the breaking news that's been going out. What does all that mean, mate? Because people might not know the context of the Sun comment. People might know what the Ramers are. What's, what's all this about, mate? Uh, the untitled Ray film, the new Jedi Order film. There's a lot of drama. There's a lot of gossip. I tell you what, mate, I'm glad we did the Binary Sunset deep dive last week to just let this stuff hang out in the air for a little yep, bit. Sizzle. Let things calm down, get a bit more information. There was a lot of information, even on our own Discord, going going around. Uh, some of it was accurate. Some of it wasn't as accurate as, as we'd hoped or, or maybe not. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to diving into this and seeing what's what. And at the end of the day, let's let's preface all of this by saying Lucasfilm, Star Wars, and Disney has not come out and officially said any of this. Yeah, this is all all sources. My source here, and you're going off of reliable people, right? So we mentioned a lot of uh, journalists. In this episode, a lot of them are pretty reliable, have a decent track record, um, but nothing's concrete. Yeah, even in a company like Lucasfilm and Disney, always in motion is the future. Yeah, yep. and that, I'm, I'm going to be playing that card a lot, mate, because I think 
I think there's a lot that even even those guys over there they're they're probably reevaluating their whole release schedule for for many things, buddy. For many things, but um, yeah, are you glad that we did the deep dive last week and just kind of let this stuff <laughs> just simmer in the background, right? Yes, mate. Well, I'm glad we did the deep dive anyway because what a show it was. Um, yeah, but yes, I am because this has been going on for a little well since then for the last week, ten days, maybe even two weeks. Uh, this news about is the Ray film happening? Is it not happening? Does it have a writer? Yes, it has a writer. No, it doesn't. Is the director being fired? Yes, no. It's being delayed. It hasn't been delayed. All this hoopla, conjecture, and speculation. It's why we love being Star Wars fans. It's why we love being Star Wars creators because it gives us something to talk about. And mm. yeah, we're trying to reference the the sauciest of sources here. And I agree totally with what Lukey Boy said, though that you know none of this is concrete that you could have the best source in the world with a 100% track record but until the big dogs at Disney and Lucasfilm more importantly come out and say yes this is happening no this is happening or this is the score you know all of it should be taken with a pinch of salt now maybe a large large mountain of salt for some of it but Mm. I do believe in what we've been hearing there are uh, there are always truths to be found in legends and some of the stuff we're hearing and I do also think some of it is just made up for internet traction um but no we've tried to get as many kind of accurate sources as possible we know as well that not everybody out there you know gives two gives their two cents to sources journalists reporters leakers whatever we understand that we don't always do that as well we're not here for the spoilers or anything like that but it's but you know these these stories are out there it's interesting we want to talk about it and also I mentioned on our Discord, it's kind of classic Lucasfilm. Whether it's true or not, there's always something going on with one of their uh, productions, except The Last Jedi, which seems always something. Even if they haven't said anything, something is always bubbling on top of the pot. Um, but no, I'm really excited to be getting to this, my friend, because this is a film that I've said many times on air that I'm very, very excited for. Of course, the English Rose Daisy Ridley's back, which is always a selling point. But yeah. uh, I've said before, I love the character of Ray. I do wish we'd seen a little bit more development in those three films. Now's the time to do it. Now's the time to see her swinging that awesome yellow saber about. And it's 15 years post episode nine, uh, as per the um, press release, Kathy Kennedy released. So it's, it's new star Wars. Very excited to hear about this mate, but where's this all started from then? Where's this whole thing kicked off? Okay, so initially we all know and love Star Wars Celebration Europe in London last year, in April. And at the Lucasfilm uh, Showcase panel, it was announced we'd be getting three new films. One of which, of course, was the Daisy Ridley New Jedi Order film. None of these film projects have dates associated with them, but we will get to that because according to, once again, very reliable people, people that have got uh, scoops and little factoids right consistently and historically in Star Wars and pop culture, have indicated that the Ray film was initially planned to be the first film to come out in the new Star Wars slate, okay? Now, last week, on the 15th of January 2024, an article was released by World of Real, who admittedly I've not heard of. Have you heard of these guys? Oh, I've never heard of them, no. No, never heard of them. 
Uh, they claimed that the upcoming Ray Star Wars movie delayed indefinitely. And then our boy, friend of the show and friend in real life, Bespin yes. Bulletin reported on it as well on the 16th, so the day after. Uh, and when he reported on it, all hell broke loose yeah. um, on the interwebs. It, it, it got a little bit, yeah, it got a little bit crazy, didn't it, mate? Like some yeah. of the reactions to this were absolutely absurd. How people were treating Bespin was, was was absolutely diabolical, I think. I'm just going to say that right now, mate. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you, mate. Only because, and yes, listen, we're, we're mates of him. We talk off air about, about life, not just Star Wars. Um, yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, you, you don't have to like something, but, you know, we're told that, you know, let's be cool and respectful to everyone. Well, let, well let, let's do that. Even if you don't agree with what somebody's reporting, you know, be cool. You don't need to call somebody out or, or, or have personal jibes about it. Um, yeah. And I do think we saw a bit too much of that, especially when um, this guy is literally just reporting on a report somebody else did. Yeah. Therefore, I mean, <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't a sensationalist scoop of, hey, guys, I've got something you don't want to hear, but I'm going to tell you anyway. It's just these guys at World of Real have put this out. I'm going to report it because that's what I do. Um, paraphrasing Bespin here. And you know, I, I do think some of the hoopla gets a little out of hand nobody has to like spoilers or leakers nobody has to i totally agree with people who say they don't want to be spoiled i'm one of them but yeah let's keep Same. it uh let's keep it in check a little bit for how we're treating others in a fandom which is desperately trying to repair itself right now yeah well said mate very very well said you know i think um best spin added some context to say that he he reads this site world of real although it's not that popular and they get a lot of things right with smaller cinema and sort smaller scoops you know stuff that quite frankly a lot of people aren't that bothered about um you know out of no seemingly out of nowhere they drop this article hey the ray film we've heard this about the ray film that it's been delayed now mm-hmm. i put out on x twitter um and threads Basically saying, look, indefinitely delayed does not mean cancelled. These are two, you know, very different things. Indefinitely delayed more or less means we've not got a date for it and we don't know when we're going to start filming stuff. Reevaluating, that's all it is. Which, by the way, could be true. (laughs) Which could be true. Yeah. But we'll, we'll get, we'll get, we'll get into that, right? So, um, In the article that Bespin posted, um, he reiterates that last week making Star Wars, aka Jason Ward, reported that according to a source of his, Stephen Knight, who is the writer of the Ray film, the new Jedi Order film. Now, some of you might remember it was Damon Lindelof. He got longed off. Reason to believe there was a difference in kind of what project they wanted to do even with like age do you remember that like i think damon wanted an old ray you know like to be played by helen mirren was it helen mirren or dame helen mirren put some respect on her name sorry yeah sorry yes it was yeah yeah yeah. interesting uh choice but i mean i would have dug it yeah i know right i the more i list think about that i'm like yeah that's a kind of a cool idea you know yeah oh mate (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> meanwhile old dame helen mirren's thinking uh no not on your neck mate oh, <laughs> she saw, <laughs> saw mcdermid in revenge of the sith and the faces he pulled <laughs> <Not doing that. laughs> yeah, yeah. 
seagull. Classic oh, block. Iconic. Iconic. Um, anyway, sorry, right? Stephen Knight, Bestman goes and says, Stephen Knight had yet to complete a draft of the Daisy Ridley-led feature and added, I'm not saying he's going to write it or not. I don't know. Making Star Wars shared that the scheduling and stars did not align for Knight and Lucasfilm. Um, which, by the way, makes sense from a strike perspective because the dude hasn't been able to write anything for you know a big chunk of last year, right? So I think going into this, I wish people just read articles properly because to me it's clear that it's like, well, yeah, this isn't definitive, is it? It's just reporting on someone else saying, look, it's prob- it looks like it's delayed. Stephen Knight hasn't gone anywhere. Even the world of real people didn't say Stephen Knight went anywhere. Like it's just that there's yeah. there's a delay, which I'm pretty sure there is. Wasn't this film meant to start filming in like April 2024? I know we've got that in our no- notes later on, but that's, that's what the 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 buzz w- the buzz was that it was supposed to. But you know, you've hit the nail on the head there. We've had this. Mm. We've had the strikes, which. Um, and again, for, for the best reason possible for those who needed it, derailed the Hollywood system, derailed you know the streaming system, um, so they could strike out their deal. But in doing so, everything has been pushed back. I, you know me, I follow my film and the amount of films that have been pushed back, man. Not just the big boys, the beefy boys like your Dunes and the rest of it. Even the smaller films, like even independent films, are being pushed back to maximise uh, really? the chances of getting anything based on the strikes and. Yeah, you know, a Star War doing it is going to get a lot more attention. You know, all due respect, than a smaller film by a you know a low budget independent studio, and I think that's also what a lot of this is. Is that you know, has, you might, there are so many films or projects out there which have been pushed back or indefinitely delayed. That could also mean it's been indefinitely delayed by a month, by a few months. Yeah, you know, so, so it's nothing wild, but because it's a Star War, then it gets all eyes. Uh, on it but i think it would be folly to just ignore the fact that there were strikes recently and yeah the no, none, none of these mm. articles so far have said it ain't happening or stephen knight sorry isn't going to be joining up the man hasn't been able to write for well best part of half a year imagine yeah. imagine there were no strikes last year my friend stephen knight has at least um handed in a draft if not two of this story that that that, that is the story here if there's no strikes this film has the script has been written or at least it's a very strong place but you know yeah the, the guy had half a year taken out of his schedule and i'm not and he's a busy dude anyway so there's a bit of juggling going on mate so yeah but nothing yeah. so far that says it ain't happening no i mean there's claims i think the biggest um difference in opinion here comes from uh world of real and then later that day jermaine lucia lucier yeah. of gizmodo um, who basically comes out and says, "No, no, this ain't right," you know. He and loves it, when yeah. you when you when you drill into, would you say he loves it? He does <laughs> he love lo- all this stuff, Jermaine. Bless him. He does. He does love it. He lives for it. <laughs> but 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 he's he's a really reliable guy. Really reliable guy, right? And uh, when when you dig into the stuff, I think the biggest difference here, which is again, I you know, I personally, I think has been lost in the whole shouting matches between people. Um, is that World of Rules is saying, oh, there's been a draft and Lucasfilm have sent back a load of stuff with notes yep. and other people are saying, well, no, he's not had time to finish a draft yet. And I think the latter makes more sense to me. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't think he's had time to 
he might have, he might be working on it, but I didn't. And also, who knows? Who knows? These people Nobody are just does. reporting on it. You know, he might have he might have put in a pitch, or which you know he can put a pitch and a draft of two very different things. His story pitch. Now, of course, the story pitch is is already out there. Like this is what's going to happen in the film, but you know he might have added to that. He might have said, "Let I, I want to flesh this out a little bit," and they might have sent that back and said, "Yes, yes, no, no, yes," and that's it. And then he's gone to write his draft. I don't. Yeah. You know, I, I know we're going to reiterate this throughout, but. I feel like sometimes with these stories, there is this kind of need, a lust for all these things to be done as soon as possible, just so we can have it. You know, oh, we, we can go and see this film. When sometimes it's better to let it cook a little bit, just let these things simmer. Oh, I don't care if talking. the film gets indefinitely delayed, as long as Lucasfilm were to come out and say, don't worry, it's absolutely happening, but we need to make sure this script is right. I don't see what the problem is that this, and that's from both sides of the shouting match. I think people just need to realize that sometimes delay isn't always a bad thing. Not that this film has officially suffered one. And it was good that for Jermaine though, to come out so quickly, which is something he does quite a lot. Uh, he says he's got sources in Lucasfilm. I have no reason to doubt him given his track record and the things he's dropped before, but for him to come out and say, you yeah, know, I spoke to Lucasfilm or somebody within. And they said, yeah, none of it, none of this, None of this is, is, is accurate. And uh, I know he's got a longer quote, but I'm yeah. glad that we had that. It wasn't Lucasfilm, but it was somebody who has some kind of affiliation with them coming out and debunking this. Allegedly. Yeah. Yes. At the end of yep. the day. Yep. Right. Yep. Because even insiders at Lucasfilm might not be up to date. With Things change all the time. News and decisions. Yeah. Like if you, you're like we've, we've both worked in big corporations if someone from the media comes to us and asks about a business decision, even if we're high up, even if we're managerial, maybe even at a director level, right? You, <laughs> no you don't always have overseeing knowledge on what's going to happen because, once again, always in motion is the future, yeah? Nothing's yeah. set in stone, especially after the strikes, after what's been a difficult time in cinema, but then things like Barbenheimer have proved that, well, actually, there's still a lot of money to be made at the cinema, right? There's still... A Mario, yeah. Yeah, a Mario, yeah, great shout. And, you know, streaming maybe isn't all it's cracked up to be. Streaming is quite difficult. It's a really difficult balancing act for a lot of these studios to, to, to try and master, to try and perfect. Even Netflix, the leaders, struggle, right? Yep. So... There's a lot. Go there's a lot going on. I think in just Hollywood in 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 general, right? But anyway, Jermaine goes on to say this, mate. If you don't mind, you mentioned the longer quote. Yeah, I'm just going to read it out now, buddy. Right. So he says here, you can take that latest Star Wars rumor and throw it in the Sarlacc pit. Love it. Yeah, love it. Earlier this week, rumors surfaced that the upcoming Charmino Bay Chinoy Star Wars film featuring the return of Daisy Ridley as Ray had been delayed indefinitely. The reason? Creative differences with the film's writer, Stephen Knight. Well, that's not true, according to Lucasfilm. A source at the company told io9, who of course Jermaine is writing on behalf of, um, told io9 the report is inaccurate and Knight continues to write and be part of the process. In fact, the company is waiting on its latest drafts as you read this. Um, Stephen Knight is a busy boy isn't he? Because he is writing and creating, I suppose, the Peaky Blinders film at the moment, right? They're, they're, yes, they're making a Peaky Blinders film. Yeah. And, uh, and Big series, Stephen, yeah. Stephen created Peaky Blinders, right? 
Yep, he's the like, creator. He's the big dog behind it. So not just the writer, like this dude, this is all from his mind, right? Clearly an intelligent dude. Um, just just off topic a little bit, mate, I've, I've, I still find it a bit bizarre that he's writing a Star Wars film. Not that I'm, I'm sure he can do it, but to go from Damon Lindelof to Stephen Knight seems like such a weird transfer or substitute, maybe, you know? I don't mind it. I'm. I mean, only because I mean, I if they they've obviously seen something in him that makes him the main man for the job. This is one of the guys who created who wants to be a millionaire, for example. So come on, the guy's got uh, clout. But I think about the only thing. Well, so there is no there is no only thing about Stephen because every writer in Hollywood has had ups and downs. Some mm-hmm. of the films he's written have been very good, and some of the ones he's written have been a bit cack. Like the last one he did that I saw was Spencer, the the Princess Diana film that Kristen Stewart is in. It was all right. But then he did Serenity before that, which was one of the worst films I've seen this decade. He also did Eastern Promises with Papa Vigo, Aragorn himself, about a decade or so ago. Really enjoyed that. So he's got it in him to write really good dramas and really good scripts. And obviously Peaky Blinders, I I don't really know much about it, but I know it's huge. I know it's Mm. massive. And I know there's too many people wearing those flat caps for my liking. Um, But, you know, there's a reason why it's big. And is is there potentially a you know, a classic Lucasfilm that, you know, this guy is not in flavor of the month, but you know, this guy is currently helming something that's popular. Let's tap into that a little bit. Maybe mm. because I mean, I look at the output in the last 10 years and it's been kind of up and down for Stephen Knight, but it all comes down to quality of his draft. If, if he's the one who's come out and said, I think I like what Lindelof did, but it's all about, it's all about the execution. Rate at the end oh, of the there we go. But, um, I was waiting for that. Mm. I know, mm-hmm. I know. I was teasing everybody, but um, yeah. he, if he's come in and said, I've got a great story pitch, I don't think you need to be a multi-award winning screenwriter or even a particularly experienced one. If you've got a good story, you know, let's hear it. And I quite like that. But I know what you mean, though. Lindelof, in terms of the names, is probably a more established name. But, you know, I'm here to see what he has to say. But what, what Jermaine mm. says, though, I find... Um, I find interesting, obviously, complete a complete counter to what World of Reels are saying, in the sense that they're you know they're saying it's been indefinitely delayed. Jermaine's coming out and saying, well, according to what we've heard, it isn't. It's inaccurate, and in fact, we're actually the company is waiting on his latest draft as you read this. So they're kind of very breaking news style writing there from Jermaine, and you know it's. It, Whilst we say it's all conjecture and speculation, I look at both of these and I know we've got um, further co- comments about this quote to come. But at the minute, I'm looking at this and I'm like, I'm like, right, world of reels, with all respect, I haven't heard of you. Don't, don't forget, we dropped, well, I say we didn't even drop nothing. There was a bit of stuff going on about our tales of comments the other week on um, on the show and, and big <laughs> outlets like our boy Christian Harloff uh, mentioned it, people like that. And even he said, it's come from Star Wars sessions. You know, I don't know who they are. Fair dues. That's kind of how I see this. I don't know who World of Reels are, but I do know who Jermaine Lucy is. So mm. just if I, if I was to take it like this, if this was a boxing match, you know, I'm looking at Lucy and I'm like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm backing you here because I know Better you. I know exactly. But then, you know, like you say, nothing is set in stone with this. And what's to say that these guys at World of Reel haven't actually heard this and are just commenting what they've heard. But Interesting mm. timing, though, from Lucia, but uh, that ain't it, is it, mate? <laughs> the story goes on. Yeah, no, it is not the end of the saga by any means, Ooh. right? So 
Best Spin is being treated really unfairly on the internet. People saying, oh, you know, there was this one person saying, oh, I'm, I'm so glad I'm witnessing the downfall of Best Spin Bulletin, you know, to that. It's like, mate, what are you talking about? This guy's been around since like 2019. He, yeah. he gets so many scoops correct, a lot of which I have to say, hang on, mate. I don't want to know that, you know, when I'm on the phone uh, and talking about football. Or- <laughs> sorry, sorry, to, sorry to interrupt there, mate. But his thing yeah. is, if you follow me, that's on you. Now, of course, if somebody reposts it or retweets it, then that ain't his fault. Yeah, he's do he's putting out an article no different than any uh, journalist out there. If you want to read it, that's up to you. Um, but if somebody in your Star Wars circle retweets it, and I have been um, on the receiving end of this as well, then that's nothing to do with him i've seen things i didn't want to see because someone's reposted it but he said himself and again i'm not going to sit here and say best spin is the greatest guy in the world he is but i don't want this to be kind of like a loving from from me anyway but his (laughs) way of saying it is look i i put something out if you if you end up seeing it you know that ain't my fault if you don't want to yeah spot on mate and also with how like threads and um twitter works and even you know on on the explore page on instagram stories on instagram you can't always help what you see yeah Yeah. you don't have to follow someone to see their content you know it can be suggested right so a lot of this news is is viral even if you you know want to see it or you don't want to see it right and uh yeah, I was just disappointed with how a lot of people reacted. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of comments about yeah, Star Wars is for everyone at the moment, and of course it is. Um, everyone should be able to watch and enjoy Star Wars, but mate, like, <laughs> I don't know. There was a mm-hmm. lot of people. I was like, you're hypocrites, man, hypocrites. Like this this guy yeah, does man. this out of passion, does this out of love. You know, mm-hmm. he just enjoys what he does. Anyway, right? I'm, I'm maybe I'm getting a too off topic here, but um. Right, the next day, speak of the devil, on the 17th of Jan, Bespin states... (laughs) (laughs) He's back. He's back again. So he does another article, really, really good article, just summarising what's going down and stuff. And this is the thing, Bespin does this. He's he's great for, for latest news and stuff, right? He goes, in my opinion... Both reports can be right. World of Real never claimed that Stephen Knight had exited the film, just that he was frustrated and exit could be possible. Let's pause right there. Let's pause right there. Okay. People saying, oh, blah, this isn't realistic. And uh, Where have you been for the last 10 years, 15 years? I'm sorry. What Lucasfilm have you been following? <laughs> yeah. We love Lucasfilm. We love Star Wars, right? I have a, a strong love for Disney. They are not a perfect company. They make a lot of mistakes. And when it comes to Lucasfilm generally, um, there has been a lot of coming and going. <laughs> why should we not look at this and go, well, I don't think that's true. Why wouldn't I think that's true? Even if nothing else came out of the initial report, right and yes the news would suck i want this rave film yeah and they gotta do it right yeah but may why would i be shocked i wouldn't be shocked would you would you be shocked if this came out next week oh stephen knight's left is that enough no <laughs> there no i don't want it to happen um would i accept it well, i'd have to but it's just 
If do I agree with it? In it <laughs> do I? I don't, ex- <laughs> I, don't, I don't like it, but I accept it. That's a yeah. classic Lambo. <laughs> and there's that film as well. Um, yeah, I, I've seen you know lots of people on our socials over the last couple of years, and on other on other um, on other mediums as well. Will say the same thing that until it's written in stone, or until it's a poster's released, or we have a release date and trailers, then sometimes it is hard to put full faith in it. Now, I believe the Ray film will happen. I, I believe probably more than I should do that it will happen because I can't see them pulling this one at all. No, but I, it's just that rocky road there. And you've got all the hoopla online from certain sections, which, which is, which isn't going to stop. Then you've got all this talk about the delay. I just want a good film, man. I just want to see a good mm. film. With the, I want to see from Star Wars, but I don't want them. I don't want them to rush it. But if they came out next week and said, Stephen Knight has exited the project, I would probably go into hiding for six months because I just can't be bothered with the, the discourse online and that is what i said to you i say to you off air mate i'm getting a bit old for this now i I, I just want to enjoy it and i I want to enjoy it and i even if i watch something i don't like it i just want to get on with my life i don't want to sit i don't want to to go on internet and see people complaining and saying aha i told you so if they get rid of Stephen knight or if he decides to walk then i hope they've got somebody just as talented lined up and and it's business as usual who, who, who can just step in and they say here's a script punch it up you've got two months and then we what we are starting filming on this date, you know. As yeah. long as they can keep the transition going, not so fast. The writer is one thing. I do think the writer is one of the most important things you could ever have on a film. But there are plenty of good writers in Hollywood. If Stephen Knight was to go, I wouldn't be upset. Upset. I'd just be more annoyed that this would actually then mean there would be a few ro- bumps in the road, and it would yeah. make the confidence in Lucasfilm is always there, but it it ain't a hundred percent for me. It's kind of only like 70, 75% in terms of, you know, will things happen? Why do you, why do you keep yep. announcing things? But do you reckon, um, yeah, over under 60% Stephen Knight is still the writer by the end of the year. End of the year, end of 2024. Oh, yeah. Oh, what, what's that? 60%? 60. Oh, that's we're not, tough. We're not sitting here whilst he's, whilst Lukey boy's thinking we're not sitting there calling for anyone to get sacked i hope Stephen knight stays on the job and does a great film but lucasfilm is going to lucasfilm sometimes yeah i'm gonna say mate i'm gonna go out on a limb and say over but just my man oh my i don't man. think okay. it's i don't think it's that much over like um and that's because of history you know and i that's always it. say if you're a long-term listener of the show you know i love i love history I read history. Um, I listen to history pods. I uh, watch that? history YouTube videos. And the the recurring theme is always that history can repeat itself. Humans are more similar than uh, they are different. And Lucasfilm has a track record. Modern Lucasfilm has a track record of hiring and firing people. Now, what you have to decide as geeky historians, right, as geeky Star Wars fans is, well, is that for the better or is that for the worse? It can easily, it can easily become, oh, they're fired. They've longed someone off. They've fired someone. This is awful. Wah. Well, sometimes you need to change the mindset because what we've, we've said a few times already on this episode is we don't know all the information. We don't know all the facts. We don't know what goes on behind closed doors. Uh, let's let's say, as an example, there were lads who were doing the solo film originally, the Lego movie lads. Um, oh, Lord Chris, and Miller. Lord and Miller, thank you. Um, 
yeah, they made a solo film, pretty much finished, right? Yes. And uh, Lucasfilm were like, nah, this ain't it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this ain't it. Sure. There's reason to believe it was too jokey, too much of a like laugh up. And Lucasfilm went, needs to be a bit more grounded than that. And maybe Lord and Miller were like, well, we're going to exit. Or maybe they just got sacked. Maybe it just wasn't good enough. Who knows? So it looks chaotic because it is. It is. But I would still rather have a decent finished project, right? Something that meets Star Wars's uh, warranted, you know, qualities, uh, a quality that it deserves. But what also, what kind of leads to another question is, well, why are you hiring these people in the first place? Yeah, where does that come from? That comes from leadership. And I'm a Kathy, I'm pro Kathy Kennedy, mate. I'm pro Kathy Kennedy. But she's on a slippery slope. If if a lot of this stuff don't come out, you know, if if all of these projects end up kind of in the, you know, can or whatever. At this point, you're like, "Oh, come on, Ooh. come on now." Yeah, no, we're we're pro Kathy, but also pro realism. You yep. got to deliver, and I'm sure Bobby Iger is saying the same thing. The pressure's on him, but he knows he's leaving in a couple of years. He said it himself. Look, I'm still leaving. I ain't staying on. So, but you want to imagine he wants to go out with with a bang with these films. And to the quote you just mentioned from Bespin, he did continue by saying Lucasfilm and Disney announced three release dates for untitled Star Wars movies in June last year. And the release dates are May the 22nd, 2026, December the 18th, 2026, and December the 17th, 2027. It was widely believed and reported by various reliable insiders, including Jeff Snyder and making Star Wars along with the Hollywood trades. That the first movie to release to take that May 2026 release window was the untitled Ray Skywalker film that's set to be directed by Ms. Marvel's Charmino Bay Chinoy. Lucasfilm never publicly announced what Star Wars movie would helm the May 2026 window. So that's from the article by Best Being Bulletin. And that it, it's that final sentence which is extremely important that Lucasfilm never publicly announced what films are going to be in what slate. So, hey, look, if the, if, if they wanted to put out in 2026 and they thought, actually, no, we're going to use 2027, that ain't indefinitely delayed. That's just shifting their ducks, getting their ducks in order, mate. Spot on, mate. Spot on. Um, Quick, quick quiz, pop quiz. Yeah. Ooh. You just mentioned uh, Bob Iger. Didn't Bobby you? and 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 uh, old Bobby and uh, he's he's going to retire, isn't he? In when yes. when's he retiring? Like I flight sure twenty twenty six. I thought it was. Yeah, that's not long. That I is know. not long. That's not far away. It's not. Side side note: Do you know how old Kathy Kennedy is? Oh 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 um, oh man! You asked me to to uh, guess a. A lady's age. What, what kind of man do you think I am? I Seventy-two. I know. I know. Yeah, well, well close, close-ish. She's seventy. She don't look it. I'll tell you that. She we looks saw great. The in- Indiana Jones: Dial of Destiny London yeah. premiere. I was like, wow, she looks amazing. <laughs> you know, yeah. in person. Yeah. Um, well, she has. I'm sure she's absolutely minted. So she has access to <laughs> all the all the good stuff. Yeah, that's it. Frank <laughs> but, Marshall keeps her young. Yeah, that's. <laughs> But, but you get where I'm coming from, right? You get where I'm coming from. You know, at 70, 
do you want to be running Lucasfilm by 2030? You know, 2028, 2026? Do you want? Do you really? I don't know. I don't know. It's a good point. It's a tough one, it's isn't good it? It's a good point. It's, imagine uh, how much pressure it is to get one Star Wars out. One. Yeah. Because it's a big deal. It's a big deal. And it always will be a big deal. Now, yeah. the pressure to get four out, including now with the Mando, Mandalorian and Grogu, alongside Filoni, Mangold, and Charmin's film, and then possibly mm. other films. That's huge mm. pressure. And also, oh, we've got to do Ahsoka Season 2, oh, Skeleton Crew, Acolyte, and or It's a never-ending job, and Kathy is, has shown she's up to the task. Everybody makes mistakes along the way. But there comes a Even point. George, think, George did, mate. George, George made, made mistakes, many, many mistakes along the way. I know people don't like to admit it, but George was not infallible whatsoever. Some of George's decisions are awful, terrible. But that's part of the creative process. Nobody is perfect. Not even Spielberg and the legends. Um, but yeah, you get, it's a mm-hmm. great point, mate. Do you want to be seventy-five years old and and still going through the ringer, being on set every day, being in these production meetings, getting getting battered? Uh, by your shareholders and everything about the returns I, I don't know and if anyone's earned their time in the sun it's Kathy Kennedy and Frank Marshall spot on yeah spot on man do you remember um in the summer again I'm going back to it to the Dala Destiny Prem Frank Marshall basically posted a photo of us yeah, he was loving it wasn't he he had yeah. his phone out. He's like a sweet old granddad. Um, love you, Frank. <laughs> and he had, he had his phone out and he was just taking videos of all the crowd and how excited people were in the cosplayers. He, he was loving it. And I was like, you know what? I like that. It, there's there's real passion. This guy's a film guy. And I was like, this is a real passion being shown there, um, yeah. you know, which who you didn't often see from some of the other people there. But I really respected that. And yeah, well, he's in this picture. S- one or two people might not actually know, but Frank Marshall is Kathy Kennedy's husband. Just to yeah, probably better for context, yeah, <laughs> for context. But he's power also couple. he's yeah, they're big time, big time power couple. Um, he is also like a Hollywood legend, right? Film producer, director, um, found, co-founder of Amblin Entertainment. Worked a lot with Steven Spielberg. Think you know, like Jurassic Park, yep. right? Jurassic World, and um, yeah, the guy has done a lot of a lot of work um right where were we let's go back to the notes you mentioned dates right may 22nd 2026 i hate these american dates december 18th 2026 yeah you know what i do don't you <laughs> it i struggled with that december one i was like i can't i don't know which where where the date starts and the year ends i, can't, I don't know what's going on <laughs> oh, oh right um in a similar vein in a similar vein jermaine adds to the whole date thing right and this kind of is a really nice segue to our next bit of conversation um jermaine said now you can certainly understand the confusion uh last week's announcement of the previously unannounced the mandalorian and grogu as the next star wars movie through a wrench in everyone's assumptions that the ray new jedi order film would be the next one out However, that news merely shifted things around and, as has been demonstrated with this film and its numerous writers over the past few years, the company seems to just want to take its time and make sure it gets everything right. Um, I'm, I'm all for that, all for that, but no doubt, no doubt, mate, the Ray film was meant to start shooting, filming this year, 
April 2024. This is now, from what we understand now, this was before the, the, the strikes. And the strikes have delayed that. But at some point this year, in Pinewood, in London, they were going to start filming Ray, the Ray film, New Jedi Order film. In fact, some people, uh, Fantha tracks, and even a dude on threads, just a random person on threads, was communicating with us publicly, and this is why I'm just saying it publicly, was claiming, yeah, look, I work in TV and film, and I know they were meant to have uh, like a massive Star Wars production in Pinewood yeah. in April this year, and they're not there. They've all been Timing kind of like- as well. They've, they're, they've been told- on your bike because we don't know when we're filming. What's another? What's another expression or or uh, a word you could say for when you don't know when you're filming and you don't know when something's coming out? Confusion, <laughs> indefinitely uh, delayed, maybe. In, yes, weird. Maybe, that, isn't it? maybe so. And listen, it's look at the timing <laughs> as well. The the Filoni film can't come out. It can't come out yet because it has to. You have to mm-hmm. finish that Mando series. You've got to finish Ahsoka. Skeleton Crew's got to come out. Yep. Mangold, it, his film can't come out yet because he's working on Swamp Thing. He's working on something on telly as well. Can't come out. Yep. So the yep. only film that can come out, uh, Taika Waititi can't come out because I don't know what's going on. Sean Levy is working on Deadpool. So the only one that really had the potential to go ahead was the Charmino Bay Chinoy film, because that was, other than the Mando one, Filoni's, which had a pre-established cast, it's the only one where they announced the film and the main star coming back, or at least a main supporting yeah. star, in Daisy Ridley. Whereas the other ones were just, these are names, these are ideas that we've got, here's a director, but that's all we've got for you. So they, yeah. they, you know, they announced the director, they announced a star, and they announced when it was happening, like 15 years after Tross, you know, they knew a little bit of what was going on. So it made sense that that would be the next film coming out and then of course with this like Jermaine says the 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 Mandalorian and Grogu film coming out throws a wrench in everyone's assumption so now you start looking at it like oh maybe maybe it is indefinitely delayed this Ray film oh my good golly or maybe it isn't is it, it maybe it's not and you know does the recently announced Mando and Grogu film play into the drama maybe possibly maybe but you know, due to the strikes <laughs> and Stevie Knight's work schedule, you know, maybe the Ray film will not be ready in time. Uh, That's it. That doesn't mean there's an issue. It just means that they're, they're tuning things up, doesn't it, mate? But do you reckon yeah. the Mando film does play into the this this drama somewhat? Big time, big time. Yeah. Why did that? Why why announce a Mando and Grogu film on a uh, Tuesday, nowhere. like <laughs> early January? Like why do that? No. We're waiting for What's bad point? trailers. We're waiting for the Acolyte trailer, all this stuff. I know yeah. a new film out of nowhere. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I I do think, you know, I do think this stuff has been in the works for a while, right? Like like you said, just to expand on the Ray thing, like when was Kathy meeting with Daisy Ridley for lunch? In December California? 22, I want to say, roughly kind of winter 2022, I'm sure. Or in, yeah. ar- in and around that time, late 2022, if celebration was April 23, m- mid to late 2022, I believe. Right. I mean, it's bit, it's clearly been in the works for a while. You don't just reach out to Daisy and go, hey, you want to be Ray again? And, you know, what, well, what have you got in mind? I don't think Ray would come back unless, uh, or Daisy would come back unless they <laughs> had a rough idea of where a story was going. 100%. 
Yeah, at least, and I'm I'm talking like rough, not like not like a script. She would have been open, like, look, we're writing a script, we're working on this, working on that. Okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, I th- I think it's been in the works for for actually a little bit of time. Um, Mando and Grogu film, we as as of the last few weeks, we understand there is still a little bit of. Uh, opinions going around and different sort of ideas on hey are we still going to get a mando season four and then there's the finale that's going to be kind of like the films have you heard that like that they're going to do six episodes of of season four and then like kind of the finale will be a film (laughs) i think this is where we you and i differ because i don't like the idea I think it, okay. I just I just don't like the idea of it. I just feel like I think somebody on the Discord, maybe Mancalorian, said what I was thinking that I feel like they will just shove episode seven and eight together and be like, here's a film, and it will just right. be a theatrically released two parter or something like that. Maybe. And I don't like that. I'd rather or, or don't give me the six episodes. Just give just give me three, two or three episodes to kind of give me a little bit of a jumping off point if you need to. I don't like the idea of them doing six episodes and then a film it. If that 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 made me feel a little bit rushed, and it also made me feel. I put this on our Discord again just to plug that. Mm. It makes me feel like, man, people are going to have to go and watch six episodes of the Mando now to sit down and enjoy this. They can't just go into the Mandalorian and Grogu blind. Yes, people will say, well, "What about the other three seasons?" Fine, but this film now, if they're doing six episodes and ending with a film, it is intrinsically linked to those six episodes. You have to know what happens in those six episodes to enjoy the film it would seem to mm. me rather than just being this standalone like romp, which leads into the film. I don't like the idea of that, but I, am I wrong in saying, I'm, I'm pretty sure that you were on the other side and you weren't so bothered by it. It could be really cool. I understand <laughs> your concerns actually. And uh, when I read them, I was like, okay, yeah, no fair points, really, really good points. But um, I'm still firmly in the camp of this is a really smart move, you know, love it or hate it. Even if you didn't like Mando season three or any of the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. right? I think this is a smart move. I think it's a better choice than the Ray film as a first Star Wars cinematic experience back, back in theaters. I do. I think it's better. I think it'll be more popular with people. It'll be mm-hmm. more popular with kids, with families. Do not underestimate how popular the Mandalorian as a brand is, even yeah. during a quote unquote weaker season, which, you know, subjective, oh, subjectively, you know, it's, it's all going to vary person to person, but, you know, generally a consensus was made that, hey, that is the weaker of the three seasons plus kind of Book of Boba Fett, which is Mando season 2.5, <laughs> right? Um, yep. I don't Listen, I'd argue that Book of Boba Fett, you know, came out and people were like, what, so we, we got to watch Boba Fett and then watch Mando season three? And that's something that we were really concerned about going into Mando season three. And it's still something that bothers me, by the way, but people seem to get it. The regs seem to go along with it and be like, "All oh, right, yeah, okay, that could, yeah, because that happened in Boba Fett." And oh, okay, I don't know. I, I we haven't done like a census on it, have we? So it's, that's it. That's it's, it. Again, it's, it's all. It, it, there, there, there will be some who did. There'll be some who didn't. Obviously, this is going to be a film. So to me, yeah, that's I hear the, that's a, the the spectacle is grander and. I don't want to have to. I mean, I'm listen. We're going to watch all those episodes anyway. That there ain't no doubt about that. But you know, I if I'd love to take my kid to go and see that so she can see Baby Yoda on the big screen. 
Now, I don't I know if she's first it's Star Wars her first film. Star Wars, yeah. So I don't know mm. if she's going to want to. She, well, she might do sit through six episodes just to get it. But then again, she'll also only be about 10. So she, maybe she'll just be like, I don't care. Just give me the style. Maybe maybe that's us or slash me overthinking it. Maybe people yeah. will just be like, I don't care about context. Just give me Daddy <laughs> Pedro on the big screen with his baby green son. Maybe that's all yeah. people want. And, you know, fair dues. Give us a I good think film. There's, I think there's some of that. There will be. I think there's some of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There will be. And that's I why I think it will do actually quite well. Regardless of, I think it they'll make it for cheaper than say Dala Destiny, which is not hard. Um, <laughs> I not two hundred mil budget. You know, John Favreau will probably think, "Oh, that's nice and juicy. I could do something mm-hmm. with that." You know, um, I think they'll go cheaper and, than that as well. Do you think? Yeah, I'm I think maybe even one hundred and fifty. I think maybe one hundred and fifty mil. Which is a yeah, lot of maybe. money still. It's, I know that's wild, isn't it? Like, we're yeah. like we could ever dream of even visualizing what that <laughs> would look in, about. Yeah, in pound notes. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Five pound notes. I don't oh, know how man. much is that. Um, yeah, but let's not forget as well. Just, just, uh, just while we're on it, mate. John Favreau directed one of the single greatest episodes of The Mandalorian ever in The Marshal, mate. Oh. Right. Yes. That, I brought my that boy Cobb from the books. That episode is phenomenal. Phenomenal. <laughs> what well, those first two seasons, man? I remember watching that and thinking, God, this is a big boy episode. And the effects, just everything was so polished. Everything was yep. just, it worked so well. So, um, yeah, shout out to Jay Favs. Yeah. Shout yeah, out. Man. Got love. Right, we've got other gossip to crack on with, mate, because the drama does not end there. (laughs) Believe it or not. (laughs) Does it ever? I'm so impressed with the notes, yeah, we've we've done for this episode, mate. Yeah, (laughs) like we've we've gone in. Yeah, well done, Luke. Well done, Matt. Um Reliable Insider, Jeff Snyder. Have you heard of the In Snyder? You heard yeah, of this guy? I've heard of the guy. I've seen him. I've seen him about a bit. <laughs> Matt, Matt does not seem complimentary. There's something about he. I, I, I respect his track record because for a lot of the stuff he says seems to be bang on the money. Something about him rubs me up the wrong way. But I think that's a. <laughs> I think maybe that's also just his kind of abrasive way. And I don't think. He, yeah. And I, I don't think. I think he'd take that as a bright, bright badge of honor. So fair dues. But um, can't argue the guy's record. I think, um, you know, what it is, is sometimes like online social media, Twitter, X threads, and hey, maybe even we're guilty of this, is um, you you miss so much nuance and so much like, you know, don't you? Poking the bear or something. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Right. Jeff Snyder uh, went on to Twitter (laughs) and on his poddy, which he does with John Roker, the hot mic. And he teased that the untitled Ray Skywalker film would release in December 2026. Oh, please. So, if we get the Mando and Grogu. And this is the thing. I don't think, we, we spoke about those dates earlier, May 2026, December 2026, and December 2027. I don't think that schedule is going to be static um, in fact, we, we, we have notes um, on the schedule later on in, in, the, in the main topic that we'll get to shortly. But 
I, I really can't see this uh, being being concrete like the schedule. But December 2026, if, if this guy with such a good track record is saying that, maybe, maybe. But then w- will we get a Mando and Grogu film in May 2026? I'd rather it be December. Give us a year between them at least, you know? Ooh, that's a big question, isn't it, mate? Is yeah. how much is too much? Um at this rate, I'll be happy to have two in the year because this is going to sound really daft, but okay. the Mandalorian and Grogu, whilst um, it is a movie, and as Harry Styles once said, it's a movie that feels like a movie, a, a, a real see-it-in-a-theatre movie. Oh. It also still feels, it's still coming from that streaming, so it still kind of feels a little bit just like an offshoot of what it is. It's like a big screen version of the TV series, whereas the Ray film to me feels like a genuine a film you know it's coming on its own terms yes um, so i don't mind that i mean i can even kind of convince myself that the Mando and grogu is the and i don't mean this this is what i will do but i can be like oh, yeah, that, that's the season finale we're going to see it on the big screen and then we've got the big and then we've got another huge film coming out in december but i know what you mean though it, it, i don't think it'll be too much to start with because you know we, we're desperate for more star wars on a big screen especially <laughs> if Mando and grogu slaps then you know people will be yeah people will be desperate for more um but it does raise the question which i'd love to hear more from the listeners about is you know would a may and december release potentially be too much people always say the same about marvel two three releases a year leads to fatigue but you know would two two films release in the same year after what would be a seven year absence would that be too much to ask for i i wouldn't mind that too much but the date though I, i'm with you those dates whether they're static or not that's the big question but if they were to start that film soon, the Ray film, they can get it out for December 2026. You know, Daisy, Daisy's got stuff on the board, but most of her stuff at the minute that's been announced has been completed, apart from yeah. a film she's doing in London in a couple of weeks' time, or is already filming, sorry, in London. It's a thriller. What's that? Other than that, it's, um, it's uh, oh, I can't remember what it's called now, uh, Cleaner. She's got two films oh. coming out that are in post, um, and she's got a thriller called Cleaner coming out, uh, which hopefully will be quite good. Okay. Um, but... That's it, really. Other than that, other than anything that might come out, maybe some voice work, I don't know. But she's been busy. But her slate's looking pretty clean at the minute. Okay. Maybe it's because Star Wars has said, look, you know, don't take much on board. We're going to give you this reported $12 million. You know, keep your schedule clean. We're going to start this year. It needs to start this year, though, if it's going to hit that 2026. Yes, big time. Has yeah. to. Okay. Well, um, Oh, the two fi- I'm still not on board with two films in a year. I think that's daft. We've we've already done it. We've been there. We've done that. Make it. You want it to be an event. Yeah, this isn't that. But the scheduling is not a Lucasfilm issue. It is a Disney issue. Yep. The Disney schedule. Disney releases Marvel. It l- releases yep. uh, Fox, like Searchlight films, right. right? You've got avatar avatar man avatar uh, bank I, don't, I feel like people forget that just how much just money another the two billion earned. another two billion for what was a massively mid film but yeah, Di- I, disney are the distributor they are in charge of all that stuff lucasfilm are not the distributor they are the production yeah. company i think it's all going to change i think post uh writing strikes 
and actor strikes. I think all of this is going to change and they're still figuring it out because they need to communicate with all of their studios to see what's better, what's for the benefit of this, what's going to do best at this time slot. Um, so I think it's it's very fluid, very fluid. So I would take this personally, this is me speaking, take it with a big fat grain of salt because even if Jeff has the world's best insider at Lucasfilm or Disney, I, I'm willing to say there's a good chance this will change because that's Disney. They, they, they probably will change things around, right? They want the new uh, Avengers film to do really well. They want Avatar to do really well. Um, and there was that initial plan that Star Wars and Avatar would kind of take turns at that, you know, yeah. holiday December date, right? So listen, take it with a big fat grain of salt. But, 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 but Snyder wrote that the <laughs> film's current writer Stephen Knight, because Snyder has a really, really well-respected like newsletter thing that you can sign up yep. for. Um, he said that Stephen Knight is deep into working on the next draft, and the film is developing developing at a normal pace for the studio. <laughs> for Lucasfilm, basically. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, Snyder mm. added that he believes the untitled Ray Skywalker film could land in theatres on December 18th, 2026, um, and not the May 2026 date, uh, because this has been marked for the recently announced The Mandalorian and Grogu film, which, uh, yeah, absolutely makes a lot of sense i think if you're putting it in those terms of the dates that we said earlier which yes. as i just ranted about i probably don't think are concrete at the moment um but that's not all the news we're not <laughs> done yet we're not <laughs> done yet we're nearly there guys don't worry sean levy you know the bloke you heard of him Papa yep. sean well he was rumored to be doing a Star Wars film for a wee while that he was developing something. In fact, last year, he confirmed that he was indeed developing a Star Wars film. Uh, Jeff Snyder, in his little naughty newsletter again, noted that Ray could be connected to the untitled Sean Levy film. Ooh. Mate. I mean, Snyder doesn't like commit hard to Ray appearing in this film but yeah he's just sharing stuff he's heard uh, what do you think what do you think like give it to me man uh, no i'm all up for that because it, it would see <laughs> it would seem that it would be the follow-up then to the ray the the charmino beta noise film and if so great only because if that is the case, they haven't announced it. They're not saying we've we're already working on the sequel to Charmaine's film. No, it's just another film which is silently being worked on. You know, uh, Sean's got a rather large project called Deadpool three to come out this year, which you know would expect to make good money and get half very decent reviews. Um, yeah, I think and that's coming well. off. He's had a pretty decent run. He, he did the Adam Project for Netflix, which is okay. He had Ryan Reynolds in it, and Free Guy, yes. which also had Ryan Reynolds in it, and that was I enjoyed that an awful lot. And I had a very, very, very on the nose Star Wars reference in it, which was very fun. Um, yeah. So you know, he's 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 on a bit of a uh, I say a hot streak, but a very a, a good a nice warm streak at the minute. I'm, I don't mind him as a director. The, the Night at Museum films were were, were pretty good. Um, and I'm interested to see what he could do. But the idea of Ray being in it, potentially, again, like you said, nobody's committing hard to this. But I like the idea of that because Ray is the, the shining light at the minute. And even if she pops up for 
five minutes in one scene. It's that lovely connectivity, which I, you know, how much I like all that kind of stuff. But why not? If Daisy's committed to be back in it, then why not? It could also be a way to get um, Boyega and Oscar Isaac back, even for small roles. Look, we'll give you five million. We need you for a week. Can you? We 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 we're, we're only going to put you in a couple of scenes. Let's just make that clear now. A couple of scenes. So don't be te- don't be saying we're misusing you. But it keeps the character going. It keeps the story going. That's my biggest concern. Is we've got all these new. I've said this before. I ain't going to labour the point. But we've got all these new characters: Poe, Finn, Ray, and then everybody below below that. What are they going to do with them? Their real world issues aside, of what the actors have said, what are they going to do with the characters? And now's the chance yeah. to do it. So, if if true, if what if if what you've said is true, you will have earned my trust, Snyder. Um, but now I'm. I like the sound of that. If it wasn't the case, fair enough, because again, none of this is confirmed, but I'm not going to lie, mate. When I saw it, I thought, Oh, I, I do quite like the idea of it. What about you? Do you like mm. this connectivity? Do you like it? Or do you think it's too oh, MCU? No, no, no. I'm here for it. I think it's a natural continuation, but you know, I said it in jest at the top, but there, I think there could be some truth to it. It's episode 11. If the new Jedi <laughs> order film is episode 10, which yeah, man, more or less is, we, we could be we could be wrong maybe maybe we're looking at it from the wrong perspective and we, we're calling it the ray film but ray's kind of like the kenobi figure in it and it's going to be about these new it, characters yeah. and that's uh, yeah that's the rumors and you maybe yeah if when you look at it from that certain point of view well it's not the <laughs> skywalker saga it's a different saga but um yeah if if it all coincides then yeah, I I think it's actually a very Star Warsy move, isn't it? Just continue the story, continue it, yep. do it in a linear fashion. If if you're at it though, do a trilogy. Yeah, while you're at it, Ooh, that big word. Films, do do a. Th- why not just do the third? Come on, I mean, I'd, I'm happy. For, I'd rather them just keep doing films. If you know what I mean. So it just be yeah. an, an ongoing series because I think. I think I said it before. My only problem with the trilogy thing is, you. I think you're too pigeonholed by almost like the rules of the trilogy that in that the third film you know is a definitive ending or an ending. Whereas if mm. you just keep doing story films like this one, you've got I meet uh, Charmaine who's doing her film. Then you've got Sean Levy doing his film, and you know Ray might be in it. Then it also keeps the uh, what's that word? I can't think of it, but the expectation, the anticipation up because you don't know if. If it's a trilogy, like, oh, maybe Ray's going to be off in the last one, maybe, or is she going to survive? Whereas if you're just coming in and out of films, you know, in everyone's fair game for a good story. So the True. trilogy, I like a good trilogy. Don't get me wrong. I love a good trilogy. I just worry yep. about Lucasfilm announcing a trilogy right now rather than just saying, um, we're going to do Charmaine's <laughs> film, then Sean's. And, <laughs> and I'd love it if they came out after Sean's film. Let's speak hypothetically and like, oh, the third, the next film's got Ray in it. This is actually the third part of the trilogy, which began yeah. with Charmaine and Sean. Announce it a bit later when all yeah. is being released. Well, it's it's worth noting that um, a lot of people were always saying, "Hey, this new you know Charmaine film, the Stephen Knight film, the new Jedi Order film, whatever you want to you know blinking call it now <laughs> um, is a standalone, but has the potential to be a series." So yeah. yeah, I mean, it could be it could be that they're so confident in the rough idea of it that they're like, yeah, okay, this this kind of lines up with what Sean wanted to do anyway. I'm here for it because I love that story of the Jedi. 
and I think it's very true to what we've been used to all of these years, you know, in the Skywalker saga. So if there's a continuation of that, I think that could actually be really beautiful. And to me, it shows that there's planning. There's planning, yep. yeah, which is planning. something that we've always been very critical, hypercritical of. And and by the way, we have a right to be. We have a right to be hypercritical of the of the poor planning at Lucasfilm and the and the kind of the circumstances they ended up in, even though it wasn't always their own fault with the sequel trilogy, right? It's it's nuanced, it's complicated. We've laboured that point quite a lot, right? We are down to our last note <laughs> for for this main discussion guys the dave filoni crossover film so jeff snyder again popular guy popular this guy, guy. Owes us. he says uh, yeah <laughs> he's another one who's like who are these guys who's these guys what's wrong with these guys um <laughs> jeff snyder who first exclusively broke that Dave Filoni was set to direct a Star Wars movie ahead of Celebration. Uh, do you remember that? Do you remember Syrian? Like, oh, room, like, wasn't it the day before? Wasn't it on the Thursday or the Wednesday? Literally, I think it was Bespin, wasn't it, who dropped, <laughs> dropped it? <laughs> well, it was Jeff. Jeff was the dude who reported on this, and Bespin, again, he's just reporting what? He's reporting, that's it. I remember, though, yeah. Was it, was it, wasn't it the morning of... I think it, it, might I mean, it might have come out for us. We would have been asleep. So it would be the night before, but I think we woke up and I think that's when the rumors were, we really heard it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. By the way, it was within hours. That was a fun morning, man. Like when we were oh. queuing up in the hall and like oh. all the people we were sitting on the ground for a bit, it smelled. The smell wasn't, but. <laughs> and we were like, oh, we've heard about the Filoni film and stuff. And we kind of just, you know, through fortune, just ended up near the front of the queue because there was no queuing system, really. Like, you yep. know, when they divided everyone into the different <laughs> lines. In. Um, anyway, Jeff Snyder believes that the day Filoni effort will not be taking the December 2027 release date. Uh, mm. That said date would see the origins of the Jedi movie from James Mangold release. And has said that the Filoni crossover film, the climactic Mandoverse movie, might not release until 2028. My days. We've had a lot of dates. We've had a lot of names and a lot of news. <laughs> More dates than I've had in years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Classic. Um, at this point, I'm like, yeah, well, it sounds like they're cooking. Yeah, to use a modern hip phrase, it sounds like they're cooking, sounds like they're trying to figure stuff out, probably in collaboration with Disney, the studios releasing films, trying to figure all of that rubbish out, which is a really, really difficult job, something that I do not envy. Um, and a Filoni film, 2028, four years away, four years away, apparently, allegedly. <laughs> I'm not sure if I buy into... The, like the more recent stuff we've we've chatted about, by the way, I know he's very reliable, but mm -hmm. I think there's still yeah. lots of movement. I think it's a lot more fluid than we and maybe a lot of these gentlemen realise as a noob. Yeah. yeah, I'm saying that as a noob, so I'm I'm not involved in this. So yeah, and we know you know things can change in the annals of any production company just because they say it's happening. There's nothing to say that tomorrow someone's going to cross your, cross your desk and say, actually, this has happened. We're shifting everything around. But that's business. That ain't Lucasfilm being incompetent. That's 
business. For this, so if this, again, let's take this as a genuine story and it's actually happening, I don't mind it, but only because it gives enough time for things like Ahsoka Season 2 to come out and to stew. It gets yeah. that Mando film out and whatever else they're doing. And it means, we you know, it, 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 we get that build-up to the film, which I feel like if they do it in within the next two, even three years, there might be a little bit of a rush and it may not feel as, it may feel almost anticlimactic. And I wouldn't mind a little bit of a gap between whether it's Mando and Grogu or Ahsoka season two, whichever one comes out first. I wouldn't mind seeing a little gap between that, the last project and then the culmination film, just to give us yeah. a chance to miss it. But 2028 though, it's a long way away, but I, I can mm. see that because Filoni, you know, he's got to write a film and, well, no, he has to direct a film at the same time. It's, that's a lot of work going into that for a first-time director. So give him all the time he needs and let everything else cook in the background. True, true. See, I'm, I'm of the opinion that I'd almost rather we have all of the Mandoverse stuff in one chunk and then after that, then do your Ray stuff. That's a good shout I as well. I still think a Ray film would be more popular, and I think it's maybe even too late to say now, but I still think a Ray film might even be more popular if there were more time, you know, between Rise of Skywalker and whenever that new Jedi Order film comes out. I think an older Daisy Ridley, I think you've got the kids that grew up with the sequels are a bit older. Um but there's an argument maybe to be made that well, while she, you know, while she's this age, you know, might as well make the most of it. Or, but yeah, yeah, I think it's interesting. I think the Ray film is absolutely still happening. Yeah, I think that's same. that's evident. I think that's clear as of right now. But you wait, mate. StarWars.com may just release a news article out of nowhere on a Tuesday announcing a new film project. <laughs> Who knows? Who? And this episode is redundant. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? The way Star Wars news has been moving the last few weeks, I, I would not be surprised. But, mate, it's really fun to go over all of this and to try and like, I think yeah, it's man. been good for you and I to kind of get our heads around all of this. But yeah, there's a lot a of information. On, yeah, timeline. Yeah, timeline. A lot of information out there. It's been It's been great to try and visualize it, I suppose. Hi, this is Mike Quinn. This is Vanessa Marshall. This is Brendan Wayne. This is Guy Henry. This is Kyle Newman, director of Fanboys and producer of Disturbance in the Force. And you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Now, I seem to say it every week, but like Lukey Boy said, the news is flowing more than Niagara Falls at the minute. And I feel like I need a drink to get over all of this. So thankfully, we've pulled up the Essex Falcon outside of our favourite dusty drinking hole, the Bantina. And the only question that remains now, my friend, is, shall we? Let's do it. Ah, yeah, come on. Can I offer you a libation to celebrate the closing of our shared narrative? A libation. Can I persuade you to join us for a drink? Anthony! Give me the spiciest drink you got. Pour me another Parkell and Sling. Where are you going, Master? For a drink? Yes, here we are. Each week in the Bantina, we hear from you guys, the greatest listeners in the galaxy, without a doubt. We have a couple of Kef beers, and we want to hear your thoughts on what we have been discussing. And this week, we ask for your current thoughts on the upcoming Ray film. And man, as you'd imagined, we got some comments, didn't we, mate? 
Oh, we got too many <laughs> on on Instagram, <laughs> Twitter, threads, like too many to go through. But here's some highlights from Instagram. Not going to let, uh, oh no, Kingdom of Weirds is not going to let the internet guff get in the way of any hype. Hashtag, oh my daisy. <laughs> yeah. Get that going. <laughs> That's good, isn't it? Oh my days! I pinned that because I was like, "That is genius, absolutely genius." Oh my genius. days! Be- yeah. <laughs> Our mate Becca BK Cosplay says, "So so excited." Uh, August H eleven thirty eight says, "Yes, very excited to see what happens." That geek Andy super keen. Eve Evangel says, "I want it. I need it. I'm more excited about it than any other project." Um, lots of lots of people expressing their love for this film and this idea people seem to be really really excited Mancalorian it is by Country Mile the movie I'm most excited for uh, Danny Fandoms a Jedi with years of experience by this time learning from the mistakes of the past Jedi Order and a new threat on the horizon yes please there have been a couple people who were not as up on it as others uh, Phantom Fanboy said hell no what a tone deaf decision to make um and yeah there's 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 a few others mate we got we got t- a ton a ton of comments and diverse opinions but generally it's been pretty positive but i think that's probably a reflection of our community and the sick heads and stuff right so there's always that bias right what are people saying elsewhere mate man i've just been going through i had a little look at the comments on x and facebook over the weekend because you know they've been popping off and yep. yeah I think the majority of them have been pretty um, on the level but with any project especially this one I would expect there are two people who just aren't excited for it and that's fair enough as well um, Ray and New Jedi Order 2026 I wonder what they say they sound very excited given the rumours of her appearance in multiple projects in the future make me believe they're cooking something big and possibly unexpected as per Daisy's comments film fanatic I'm all for it. I just hope Finn returns with a lightsaber and is trained. Yes. Um, on the flip side, Steffi Sports. No, I hope it's cancelled. Fair dues, mate. Uh, no res. If the sequel trilogy is any indicator of the quality of this film, I'm more uh, more likely going to skip it. Uh, then, mm. we're go- then we're going down like Frederick. I'm much more excited for this than Mandoverse. At least we're going to get better acting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all, all, all subjective. Um yeah. Uh, then there's so many like Anna Rodriguez I'm looking forward to seeing Ray in a new adventure her golden lightsaber <laughs> is already iconic and the last one I can see on X is may the f- may the way be with you said so I'm more excited than a piggy in a mud bath eating strawberries I feel that right now um, over there on X we had a, a lot more people saying you know just they're very excited for it and a few people saying yeah not so much uh, and then mm. just very quickly over on Facebook Jamie Richards, the mouth of the South, says Ray is the second most interesting character in the Star Wars saga, and Daisy is a very capable and talented actress. <laughs> if they use my art as a teaser poster, it will be perfect. He then goes on to call himself Shameless, but his art with Ray holding the lightsaber is banging. You need to release that, my friend. Uh, Liberty Timmons, mm. I'm not excited, but I'll watch it and I'll probably enjoy it because it's Star Wars. It isn't the content I choose if given a choice. I love Daisy, but the character of Ray leaves me wanting. I find that an exciting uh, sorry an interesting comment that if I had the choice it's not the one I would have picked I'd love to know what people would pick if they had the choice and and finally uh, patron 
Adam Isherwood, or just to make Luke happy, Isherwood, maybe. He said, I am always excited about a new Star Wars film, especially one that continues a timeline. Even more excited as this film is a new era. New heroes, villains, factions cannot mm-hmm. wait. So mm-hmm. a mix, more, more of a mixed bag this time, I'd say, than most weeks. But, for, but it seems most people are positive. Maybe we're just excited for a new Star Wars, mate. New Star Wars film. I'm count me excited though. I'm same. <laughs> yeah. I just love. I love it. Yeah. Like it is. It can be a little bit tiring sometimes to two in and throw in. But ultimately, I just I'm. I love this stuff. I love it. And there's almost a buzz in trying to figure it all out and decipher what's going on. You know, it is like it's like sports news, you know, or something. It is. Deadline that can window. be yeah, right. That could be a good thing, can be a bad thing too. Actually, I think the sports news thing, something again, our boy Mancalorian said on the Discord a few few weeks ago, he made that analogy that there's this desperation to break news and to dissect it and to, and it's become more like how we analyse football. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like transfers Transfer and club news. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, there, there's definitely that. And I think that's just part and parcel with the age of the internet. But also... I'll say, I'll caveat that by saying, look, I'm glad there's commentary on popular culture because I, I love commentary on football and news on football. You know, I won't say sports. I'll just say football because I'm not that interested in other stuff. But um, I, 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 I adore both. And I, I think, yeah, we. it's cool that I can flick on a show on YouTube or, you know, on a podcast. And I'm getting all the geeky news. I love it. Give it to me. Give it to me, as Matty Boy would say. Um, would wicked say. comments, mate. As per usual, very proud of our community because they're, they're so respectful and cool. Even if they're not up on something, they're nice. They're respectful. You lot are sick heads for a reason. There we go. Yeah, you lot are the real ones. And always remember, guys, if you don't like what you're seeing online, you can always block and mute. It's no harm in doing that to give you the yeah. best experience possible online. And the best part about all this discussion is when the films come out none of this will matter because all the speculation will be over but it's but the journey is almost as fun as the destination i cannot wait till we get to cast oh mate we'll get all to that but everyone like luke said thank you so much for your for your comments you know positive or negative we respect all of them and the way you handled them if you didn't hear your comment featured this week though please do continue to send in your thoughts and maybe just maybe you'll be featured on an upcoming stint in the bantina for extra content, go to patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. You know it's going to be so good. Best podcast. Best podcast. Best podcast. That's right. It's the spiciest part of the Tudors Patreon question section. To kick us off this week, we have a very naughty voice note all the way from mm. sweden i believe mm. should we uh listen to that bad boy matt yeah here we go yeah. hello there matt and luke hello there star wars sessioners oh, this in. is Matilda backland the swedish mm. jedi from sweden mm. i have a really interesting and spicy question for you all today yeah The name Star Wars is by now obviously iconic and a natural part of the fabric of pop culture. Just like Dune or The Lord of Rings or Game of Thrones and so on. Mm. However, when you really think about it, does the name actually make sense? My silly brain goes, 
No stars are literally fighting each other. So one of my questions oh. is, do you see what I mean? Or am I overthinking this matter way too much? Go on, Tilly. Regardless, which stars do you oh. think George Lucas was referring to? Was he referring to certain people or literal stars? No. And the most important question is, if the Star Wars franchise had a more literal name, <laughs> what would it be called? Nice Thanks window. for keeping it spicy and nuanced. <laughs> Lots of love for, to the Blyad and to all oh. the chickens. Bye. Uh, bye. Uh, Matty boy. What, what, what are you saying, mate? Yeah? What are you saying? There's a few things well, to uncover there. But. Awesome uh, message. Thank you, Matilda. Uh, who is affectionately known as Tilly B on this side of the pond by E. Um, no, what a fun what a fun message that was to get. Um, do you know what? This is going to sound proper reactionary, but there have been times before when I've literally thought about the title, and yeah, it's such a simple title. Of course, it was only meant to be the name of one film, but it is such a simple, almost rudimentary title. Oh, Star Wars. I mean, the only way you can make it even more kind of um, kindergarten is to call it Space Wars. Or something like that, but um, I think the star he was talking about was Chris Bunn against all the other stormtroopers to say he was the original stormtrooper. He's that, that's the Star Wars that's going on, or yeah. Harrison Ford with anybody. But no, I just think it, you know, I, it's the 70s, it's very, it is very it's such a sci fi name, isn't it? Do, do I think it's actually stars face fighting? Of course not. I don't think it's a, a title that even back then rolled off the tongue like star wars wars within the stars um if in terms of what we would what could you call it uh, gal- galactic escalations doesn't have quite the same ring does it then star wars or, or wars in the stars it's a funny one because it makes no sense if you think about it uh but it, at the same time it makes all the sense in the world because i can't have it being called space wars or, or planetary disagreements or something like that star wars man it is because it's so ingrained in our mind that it's almost impossible to separate that Correct. it could be called anything else but yeah it, it, it's a simplicity of it it doesn't work but at the same time it, it does for me star wars it because anything else is too much like i said war in the stars space wars it's too it's either too on the nose or it's too long i don't know what it is it's simplicity george like everything that happened in from 73 74 onwards george lucas somehow with the help of everybody around him somehow struck every bar of gold along the way even with a name if he called mm-hmm. it anything else no no no. our podcast would be called something different so yeah I, I can't think of anything else you'd call it other than something which would end up being really stupid like the ones i've just mentioned but um yeah i i have thought about this before about the title of it but i always come back to it just works and i genuinely have thought about it before but it just works what, what about you mate is it is it a name which you could you you, you could change or, or or you know what's your take on it the adventures of luke Starkiller, the star oh, wars throw it in the bin that was that was the original well you even had the journal of the wills that's right yeah throw that in the bin as, as well. well you know the, it went through multiple iterations and um in this instance less is more 
but uh, and, it, and it works no doubt it works very well but uh, listen don't hate me but I'm going to have to give some credit to another franchise here that mm. arguably did it first Star Trek good shout Star Trek yeah yep an older IP than Star Wars uh, I think there was probably that association, that simplification of like, yeah, Star Trek, yeah, it kind of makes sense. Not everything has to be literal, li- literal, right? Like it is wars in the stars. And it's for kids. Yeah. And I, I, I think it's a really, really yeah, good name and it. it has become just part and parcel of popular culture and, and cinema. Um, if it had a more literal name, <laughs> what would it be? Um, probably Bib Fortuna and the Dynamo Seven. You know, or uh, I mean, just trying to explain it to someone, you're just like, "Hang on, what is this stuff?" You know, what is oh, well, this stuff? How, how, Attack how of the Clones, like all of that into one title. Yeah, and the beauty of having something like Star Wars, which is quite simple, is the titles after it can be a little bit more pizzazzy. Yep. Yeah, Revenge of the Sith. What? What's a Sith? Yeah? yeah. The Phantom Menace. Now, that one's a bit of a beg, but I love it. It's a drama queen, <laughs> and I'm here for it. Um, it is theatrical. And as for which star was George referring to, there's only one star, darling, and that is Anthony Daniels. <laughs> He'd say the same. <laughs> yeah. He was the star and always will be. Uh, <laughs> It's a great, it's great, Tony great D. question, Matilda. I really like it, and I know you're really interested in, you know, like l- l- literature and language. So, yeah, there is absolutely that perspective. Do you like that, mate? Do you like the star? I just remember it's just come to me. What an idiot! I just remember just mm-hmm. before you clambered on stage of Anthony Daniels, I asked yeah. them a question, and they they gave me their microphone. All right, Tony. <laughs> you think about it. Oh wow! Totally forgot about that. But I don't think you like that. I think it was like Tony. Yes, yeah, so who's this riffraff? I don't. I, I think I re- recorded it anyway. That's that's going off t- off piste there, but <laughs> it just came to me that right, Tony. Um, yeah. yeah, great question, Matilda. Uh, as, as usual, very well written, and uh, got the conversation going. I've got the smiles going here in Sessions HQ. We love hearing your voice and the questions you have. Um, ask your kids, though, Tilly B. What do they think of the name? What would they think about it? Do they like Star Wars or would they? What would they call? It? I'd love to get like a kids' view on this. Mm. As well. So thank you very much for that, Matilda, the Queen of Sweden. Now moving on to the King of Merseyside via Surrey. He ain't from Merseyside. Stevie D. Stevie D. Yes, we met Stevie D. He's a lad. He said, uh, all right, fellas, there's a saying that goes, a hero is only as good as their villain. And with Lucasfilm seemingly turning away from Sith Lords and Empires for the new Ray film. Mm, topical. Mm. Would you lads like to make a guess at the type of antagonist we're likely to see? As the general audience outside the Star Wars bubble will probably still expect a Vader slash Kylo character to have that all-important lightsaber battle with our English Rose of a Jedi. Keep your speculation spicy. Uh, nice one, Stevie. Lukey boy, uh, what were we thinking about for the antagonists of the Ray films? Right. The, uh, buckle, buckle up, guys. Yeah. Buckle um, up, baby. I've thought about this for a while. And I like the idea of a kind of cultural revolution akin to what happened in the Soviet Union and uh, communist China in the 50s, right? Mm -hmm. Where 
there was just a massive cultural shift that came from the government to just completely uh, decimate certain belief systems and right we weren't going to do this anymore can't focus on that we're banning this you're going to get rid of like churches and stuff i would love for the population of the galaxy maybe from a government a central government that was elected democratically or something that just had maybe bad intentions uh, to say, right, we're banning the teachings of the Jedi and, 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 and the Force and all of that stuff because it doesn't benefit us. And historically, it only brings problems to the galaxy. So we're going to get rid of it. And I think the, the, the villain would be, like, let's tap into the Phantom Menace a little bit, political. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a Sith Lord. And maybe in this instance, you do have, like, acolyte-like characters that aren't exactly sith but maybe practicing more dark side uh force teachings and they have to kind of work to get reluctantly work together that sounds a bit cheesy but do you know what i mean like a like a like a change in almost belief in culture to say we don't need you anymore this is you know there's no time for this we have to, and, and maybe the jedi after you know do things under the radar you know and right um, a bit like how the Empire kind of outlawed the, the, the Jedi, right? But it would be beyond that. It would be like, no, we'll teach them the Force and stuff. And I don't know, something like that. Because I think it's actually really difficult to write a character post-Empire where it's so close to the Skywalker saga. It's one of the reasons why I was actually for a Jedi film post-Tross, like a thousand years. Yeah. I think that would have... I think that would have been a lot easier, and I still think they should do that. What do you think, mate? Is mine? I know mine's a little bit left field, but what are you saying? You got any decent oh, ideas? You know, the worst part of that is, mate, and this is what the words you've just said there: cultural, political. I immediately thought, man, you put that on, put that the internet's going to hate it just because it has the p word in it, political. But you know, suck it up because I like the sound of that, and. Mm. Star Wars has always been political. When you mention the Phantom Menace, I mean, with the prequels themselves and the Clone Wars, it all revolves around the literal Senate and the actual Senate himself. That's the whole thing. Is it's the politics of it all. It's just the machinations of obviously it's Papa Pouts, but the Separatists, the Republic, um, which become yeah. the Empire and everything. This is all politics. So I think people would hear that and in their um, hollow minds think oh agendas no no it's storytelling uh, I like the sound of that mate because how do you, you like, what, that's the problem I have is Kylo was seen by a lot of people just like a Vader wannabe I don't believe that it's Vader's grandson they, they tied that up I dig it but what do you do now do you just have a, like you say do you just have another bad acolyte a naughty person who's in tune with the dark side I would like to see I like your idea mate because I think actually when Daisy says what they've got in, got is a uh, direction that she didn't think it was going to go in, I'd like mm. them to do something more similar to what you're saying, mate, and take it out of the established origin story of the hero comes up against a bad guy. And blah, blah. But that being said, I quite like the idea that if we're getting um, Mama Ray, uh, Daisy as this kind of major supporting character and she's teaching these new Jedi, and now I know we've just had this in the sequels, but I think they could do it a lot better. I'd like to see two like prodigal kids or just very very good kids in this thing but a brother and a sister or two brothers or two sisters whatever and one of those turns to the dark side because of something that 
the other one does something that raid does and the actual fight similarly to what I said about Acolyte it's almost like spiritual it's it's sibling versus Oof. sibling it's can they oh. overcome their love for each other so it's not a oh. bad guy in the sense that it's a Sith or a, a clone it is just somebody who's taken the wrong path has been pushed Ooh. that way and their sibling or loved one whatever now we're talking it's kind of that diver something like that where it's you could merge our ideas you could merge them yes because Poli- there's no empire there's no there's no Sith or anything it's just oh my days politics and misaligned views but it also keeps it fairly I don't want to say small it's a galactic scale, scale thing but it's not on an empirical state it's just we have oh. one bad person and if we know anything about the state of the world today if somebody's got a mouthpiece there will be people who will follow that for better mm. and for worse so oh. I think that's how you get your oh. clans together that's about family um, make it, imagine give them twins and at the end or twins and at the end they cut each other in half and Ray eats them or something on though at the end they kiss <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's been done in Star Wars with Luke and Leia so why not um, exactly. Disney don't want you to think about it so it's something, something like that where it's not just a new so. a new uh, Sif I mean if they give us a new faction great but then we get the whole idea of like Cotton Eye Joe where do they come from where do they go what you know where, yeah. where has this faction risen from it's risen from the ashes of the first order blah blah it actually is more work for them and then like we've only got 15 years in between 9 and this new one it, keep it simple lads keep it simple you can still do great was simple just keep the stakes personal and I think maybe Charmina Bechnoi with her very human stories again she ain't writing but she's collaborating with Stephen could end up doing something like that where it's a very personal human side of it because that is her jam is human stories yeah well I think about it mate like politics of it all the humanity could be pretty good if they get it right but Mm. (laughs) who knows who knows it could be rubbish maybe we should be uh, you know like contractors advisors on it and i'd get the the corniest star wars film ever but people like love it they'll love it (laughs) and in the end they just have a lightsaber fight pew pew done yeah yeah that's it done finished mate what a bantina stevie d outstanding question mate really enjoyed that and tilly b yeah oh very good very good guys love it what a show so far man it's like poetry. It literally rhymes. Tilly B, Stevie D. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Guys, especially you, Stevie, I want to know your thoughts. What is Who could the villain be, or the antagonist at least, in the new films going forward? What would you like them to be? And also, if Star Wars had a more literal name, what would it be? We'd love to hear your thoughts. Thank you both. We'll be back again with some more Patreon questions next week. But bartender... Sorry about the mess. We're going to come back again to terrorise you same time next week here in the Bantina. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Star Wars Sessions game. Doom, that's right. Every episode we end with a game. This week it's my turn to host, therefore Matty Boy is playing. Matt, are you ready to play the game? Time to play the game, I'm ready. This one is a simple one, but it should be pretty (laughs) enjoyable. It's uh, courtesy courtesy of StarWars.com. It's a quiz 
Which yeah. Ahsoka character are you? <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. Probably Matt, one of those Nori things. Matt, what type of traveller are you? Homebody, explorer, adventurer, camper, glamper, planner, flying by the seat of my pants, family vacations are my favourite. Um, a little bit of all you of them. Could but put other, you could put other types of travellers on there, but StarWars.com didn't do that. They wouldn't so. do I mean, I, I, I see myself as a bit of all of those, but for the but for the fun of it, I'm going to say glamper. I like nature, but I also like a shower. Yeah, no, straight up like that. What's the first thing you pack for a trip? My favourite shirt, comfortable shoes, headphones, ID. ID, yeah, we'll just ID. Sunscreen, swimsuit, camera gear, a good book. Uh, usually the first thing I pack is my pants, but um, that is not mm-hmm. on the list. So, um, I suppose, uh, my, f- yeah. my favourite shirt would be the one, I guess. So, go make sure you're looking nice. good. What's the last thing you pack just before you head out the door? Your wallet, keys, toothbrush, an extra jacket, sunglasses, chapstick, a hat or phone charger? Uh, I always do the classic um, phone, wallet, keys jobby. So keys would be the answer there. Good lad. All right, mate. What mode of transportation is best? On foot, horseback, tandem bike, pedicab. Pedicab? Uh, cab which you pedal. Tuk tuk. Right. We <laughs> 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 have those on the roads here. Yes. Oh yeah. The ones that are like playing like pitbull, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah. around Piccadilly Circus. You, you do have like, them in London. That's right. Yeah, we yeah. see them. Uh, is that want to go? Uh, can I go to Trafalgar Square? Yeah, that'll be thirty quid. But it's just yeah. down there. Yeah, thirty yeah. quid. Yeah, you've got to pay for the lights, right, license to play this song. Right, a peed a peed eye cab, sports car, minivan, oh. train, or plane. Uh, oh, it depends where I'm going. If I'm going to Australia, I'm not going to get a car, am I? But uh, let's say, might, um, might let's do. say, oh, I like the idea of train though because uh, you see more. But uh, love trains. I'm going to go, I'm going to, just for the simplicity of it, I'm going to go for plane because I want to go abroad, man. Yeah, classic. Where would you go on your dream vacation? Hawaii, Paris, Iceland, New York City, Mexico, Australia, New Zealand, or Peru? I know the answer to this. Oof, New Zealand or, or, or Iceland? I'll go New Zealand. Yeah, I thought it would be. Yeah, I bet Good Iceland lad. or Scandinavia, man. Yeah, like oh, yeah. yeah, you know it, mate. You know it, mate. Pick a second destination to add to the itinerary. Alaska, Italy, the Caribbean, the Med, Jordan, New England in the US, Brazil or Singapore? Singapore. Oh, yeah. Well, you could get a connection. Very smart. Exactly. exactly. Very smart. Singapore Airlines. Very good. And I would be poor afterwards. <laughs> I'd love to go to much. Singapore. Same. Yeah. What type of activity are you most looking forward to doing? Relaxing, exercising, napping, sightseeing, reading, swimming, painting, trying new foods. Ooh, ooh sightseeing or trying new foods. Oh, they've, God, they've killed me there. I yeah, want to see all the sights. To be honest, so edgy. I want to go off the beaten track a little bit in terms of, I want to see the sights, but I want to see the what the country's got to offer. So I'm going to go for the food. Good lads, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> which which Star Wars <laughs> Which Star Wars character would be an ideal travel buddy? Grogu, Captain Rex, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Nubs, <laughs> Leia Organa, R2D2, Vader, or Chewbacca? I ain't going to Vader. Um This is so stupid. 
Who, what was the first Star two? StarWars.com. Grogu and Captain Rex. Uh, none of them. Um, Princess Leia. Leia. Yeah, you know it. <laughs> Classic map. Yeah, that was a boring. In, <laughs> in real life, who is your ideal travel buddy? My partner, my best friend, my core friend group, my parents, my children, my siblings, my pets, myself. God, I've got to pick this one carefully, haven't I? See, I yeah. love the idea of going with a group of the sickheads. That would be imagine going like Skelly Michael or Tatooine with the sickheads. But for the I would actually of, be up for that. I think the island you. thing is plausible. I've looked into the. I told you, I looked into the prices. It's very doable. But for the ba- 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 benefit of this one, uh, I would love to go with my kid. Uh, so I'm going to go for my kid or family. Where that be? Child. Ch- child. Yes, yeah, child. What That's type it. of music would you play for the journey? Jazz, rock, country, metal, pop, techno, classical, hip hop. Oh, rock. Yeah, classic. I'd play right. some of Motown, but rock and roll would have to do. Nah, fair play, mate. What stresses you out about a trip? Safety, staying within budget, time constraints, fear of flying, losing important documents, forgetting essentials, getting lost, traveling <laughs> solo. Matt is Matt is known for getting lost sometimes. Oh, my, 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 my radar ain't good. I'm losing my kid. But, you know, <laughs> my I'm, radar ain't I'm, good. I'm very, it's funny because I'm decent at a lot of things in terms of directions. <laughs> Apart from when somebody asks me, I'm, I don't know, I think it's that way. It's always the opposite. Um, I think for me, it would be, what was the first one? Safety. I guess so safety is always paramount. Time constraints or safety are my biggest kind of fear because I want to see everything, but time says no. Mm. But of course, safety. But then you kind of have to put yourself in the position to be safe. I go time constraint just just to be time safe. constraints. Time constraints. Uh, which activity would you make for an unforgettable trip? Skydiving, a wild animal safari, chasing the northern lights, exploring ancient cities, observing classic art, classic, dining at world class restaurant. Watching the sunrise over a new landscape, seeing an incredible live music event. Uh, you can tell, like they're 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 getting desperate now, aren't they? They're like, they oh, really are. Now, what else? Where did, what where else did music we... come from? Um, yeah, I'm going to say. I mean, again, quite a lot of them, but then I can't trace northern lights and start certain parts of the world. I know you've seen that. I'm going to go for mm. um, the sunset one. Sunset. Sunrise. Sunrise, the sunrise, yeah, good, yeah, good shout. Nice, what type of souvenir would you like to bring back? Photographs, memories, jewelry, recipes, local art, new stories to tell, stronger bonds, a trophy. Don't worry, guys. There's only two more. Yeah, <laughs> I thought I was going to say I a regret doing partner, Then <laughs> I regret doing this. Now I regret doing <laughs> it. Fifty answers. I've forgotten yeah. almost all of them. Uh, what are the first three? Photographs, memories, and jewelry. Recipes. Who? Who brings oh, back a recipe from a holiday? I know, I know oh. where they're coming from because I've asked before, but I know what you mean. Um, no, just, mate, you've I, got I mean, photographs and memories can go. To, uh, photographs because you know I always yeah, like photographs. Straight up. Um, Harrison, can we get a snap? How will you spend most of your time on vacation, holiday, please? Uh, creating memories with my family and friends, experiencing Ooh. other cultures, learning about history, sitting quietly in nature alone, walking through nature with friends, <laughs> learning more about sitting quietly in nature alone, <laughs> sitting in the toilet, yeah. <laughs> learning more about myself, sleeping, catching up on TV. Imagine, imagine it being that last one. Um, yeah, it's oh. culture in it. You got, if I'm being honest, exploring other cultures. 
classic. Last one, mate. Thank goodness. What is your main <laughs> reason for taking this trip? Escape the day to day responsibilities, reconnecting with friends, learning to relax more, learning about the world, reconnecting with family, giving myself time to have fun. It's a calling. I feel most at home while traveling or trying to just finish this quiz. <laughs> it's because Cassian said I had to. Um, I'm going to say. Is it the first one was just to chill out a bit or something? Escape day-to-day responsibilities. <laughs> yeah, that one. What with my kid? Yeah, that one. Right. You're Balen. You're Balen. Oh, of skull. course I am. <laughs> Wait, how? You've reinvented yourself a time or two, weathering countless obstacles to become the person you are today. Oh, really? But lately, you've become more of a mentor and teacher, helping the next generation to break free from expectations. Oh, seems a bit deep, really, for what, what some of the questions and the answers they've given us. Oh, I, know. Oh, I just want to go and nap. Who is that going to be? Yeah. Your, your <laughs> Mace Window. <laughs> we are what they grow beyond. Them, that. I, was to, I was hoping to be like Shin Hattie or something. No, um, good old Shin. Um, I'm not I'll doing another Star Wars.com quiz for a while now. Too long. Yeah, Sorry, that, lads. I mean that we're already we're already on to next week's episode Might by the time I was finished. Do you know what? Might cut it. Yeah. Maybe it was a oh, rubbish no. game. Yeah, we're keeping that one. We're keeping it because I want everyone to see how we are what they grow beyond has been taken far too far that I'm banging yeah. apparently. Mate, Fair enough. I, I ain't gonna do that for you next week though. You're rest no. assured. Thanks, I enjoyed mate. it though. I enjoyed it. In Good my job. head it would be quicker. I was like fifteen, yeah that's not bad. Oh, well. You got like eight eight answers for each one. Choices. Yeah. <sighs> Flippingxstyles.com. It's like they don't think of Star Wars sessions when they're making this stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah they know we've got a game to fill every week. And, you know, sometimes it's hard to come Ooh. up with a game each week, but we do it each week, just like we do these episodes each week. And we love yeah. it. So that was the game. Thank you very much, my friend. Good job. Uh, I'll take Balin Skull, distinguished gentleman that he is. But that is going to wrap it up then for this very discussion-based, speculation-based and fun episode of Star Wars Sessions. Lads, let us know what you think about this whole conjecture with, with the whole Ray film and the, the scheduling and the, all that. We'd love to know your thoughts. Keep the conversation going and also answer some of those Patreon questions as well. But the fun doesn't end here, my friend. No one's ever really gone. Where can the world find us, Master Blywalker? They can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk. You can search for us on X, Instagram, Threads, Facebook, TikTok. Just search Star Wars Sessions and you'll find us there. Drop us a voice note or a message to our email address, which is hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk. You can support the show at patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. If it's within your means, it would mean the world. Yes, if you want to support the show for free, we've mentioned the Discord an awful lot. Jump on that, DM us, and we'll we'll give you a little vet to make sure you're not mental, and then join in the uh, ongoing conversation with that. But please do leave us a five-star rating and review on your podcast provider of choice, which includes Spotify. It's quick and easy to do. By the time the episode's finished, you can just scroll on up, smash those five stars, and you would have helped the show massively. They do help the show grow, helps introduce new listeners to us, and there's another way to hear from more of you each and every week. Yes, and please tell all your Star Wars friends about us. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your mates, tell your cats, tell your nearest scooper, tell your Ewok, (laughs) tell your cousin, the more the merrier. 
the castle spicier. What? What do you want to say? What do you want to say? Pooper scooper or something? I was going to say the internet would call them pooper scoopers now, wouldn't they? But, oh, uh, yeah, they would. Uh, oh, I knew yeah. it. I knew exactly. it. Exactly. You know how this stupid mind works. Tell your yeah. nearest StarWars.com quiz maker that this is the podcast you're looking for. So until next time from me, see ya. And from Luke, may the force be with you always. Luke! Oh, that was flipping loud, wow. mate. It was. Sneff. Sneff Jida. <laughs> Sneff. That's a Star Wars name if I've ever heard one. Oh, no, right? Not bad. Sneff. See you next week, lads. Yeah. Bye, guys. Essex-based podcast heroes.